Rights Bryden is recorded live in front of a YouTube audience. Spooky and I really should be the first people you, you turn to. Anytime there's a big event, you turn to us first. We'll, we'll sort you out. We'll tell you exactly what to think. Don't, don't go out there and think anything on your own. That would be dangerous. Didn't you guys burn down the White House? Democrats will look to regain a majority in the House of Representatives this November, and they can take a major step towards doing so on June 5th. All right. Hey, everybody. Um, great to be here. It's always a pleasure. You know, I, I'm, I'm feeling a little tired. I've uh, been I, I, Monday. I did uh, I did backyard radio uh, last night. Very late. Did uh, did, did uh, the California primaries uh, with Fuentes. That was up till really early in the morning doing that. But you know what? We're here. And despite some troubles, Spicky is not here with us uh, today. He's got some stuff. Uh, that he had to do, but the show must go on, and I decided to do something that I haven't done in a long time. Well, I guess that's not true. I did it on Saturday, but uh, not to not to the commuters, not to the uh, the majority of the audience. The uh, the the the, the it, it's an actual right to Brighton episode. That's just me here alone in the cockpit of the uh, smart car of hate. And I gotta say, you know, I'm a little nervous. It's it's. Hard to not have a co-pilot, especially one as awesome as Spicky. Uh, but he will be back uh, for Sunday. But, you know, I figured we'd uh, just go ahead and do it anyway. Uh, I've got my uh, yingling here. And this is something that you're probably going to have to just deal with. Um, because whenever I, uh, a little behind the scenes, you might not know this. Uh, you might see it. But uh, only, a, only a really uh, astute individual would know what is going on whenever I um, whenever I, I need to get a beer out of my my trusty mini fridge or uh, you know vape or something like that that's that's why I mute and then spicky he's he's always quick to jump right in there and you know get his hot takes out but uh, since he's not here you're probably just gonna have to hear it uh, I'll try to try to do the best I can with the vaping because this is an annoying noise. Nobody likes that, but uh, hey, that's just the way that we're going to have to do the show today, and and that's fine. But I'm really happy that you're all here with me uh, on on your uh, either what day is it? Thir either Wednesday night uh, or the Thursday morning commute. But not a lot to uh, shit post about when it's just me. I mean, uh, I guess the only only thing that I could say that I saw this right before uh, I, I came on here is that. Ryan Gosling and Donald Glover are both going out for the same part as Willy Wonka in yet another fucking remake of that movie. Please stop, dude. The only good Willy Wonka was Gene Wilder. They should have quit then. That was it. It's a classic, you know, you, you lose, you get nothing, sir. Like, ah, and all that. That was great. And then you had Johnny Depp come in who... I found out why he looks like that now. Everybody's circulating this photo of Johnny Depp uh, looking all sickly. Well, he's going out for a part that 
he's supposed to look like he's got a terminal illness. So look for that piece of shit artsy film. Uh, you know, he's going broke, right? You know, he's going broke, right? That's uh, th there was a thing about two years ago. He might have fixed it since then, but it was two years ago, I believe. And he was uh, his expenses were through the roof. I mean, like tens of thousands of dollars a day. Uh, like he, he's just, just way too much. I, I mean, I understand like he used to have a lot of money or so, stuff, but like they were like, yeah, you need to get rid of your, uh, you know, guitar collection of, uh, of famous guitarists. And he's like, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. So I don't know if he ever got that figured out or not, but I just, you know, he's a virtue signaling piece of shit is the thing. So when I hear about, you know, him or like George Clooney or anything like that, uh, with all of their just just mountains of money, I mean, you know, they're they're not like our friend Elon, uh, who's launching rockets into space or uh, you know anything like that, or being a businessman. This guy is a professional liar. I mean, that's all actors are. I think acting is 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 fun, you know, uh, but it just I don't know. Anyway, the Red Bull has kicked in, uh, so you you might notice that as well. But I was fine with 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 possibly Donald Glover being the next Willy Wonka because fuck it like I don't see why not it's not like it's one of those things like uh for instance and I hate it James Bond you know James Bond is never allowed to be black because he's a British guy all right that's just that's that's stupid it's he's he's a he he, he can't be a black guy you know that's the that's one of the few things I agree with Richard Spencer on it's like man just you know please don't make James Bond black um but I'm fine with I'm fine with Donald Glover. Maybe it's just because I like Donald Glover and I think he's funny. I could see him as Willy Wonka because he's played silly parts before and he's got his like silly voice and eyes thing going on. I could see him being an okay Willy Wonka. Um, Ryan Gosling, nah, just uh, you know, if you could just drive a car around and murder people, that would be great. Mr. Gosling, that, that would just be fantastic. And I'm okay with you doing that stuff. But I got to say in the Willy Wonka debate, uh, really hard hitting journalism over here. Uh, I, I, I'd have to go with, fuck it. Let's just let the black guy do it. I mean, it can't be any worse than Johnny Depp. <laughs> but uh, that's, 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 my, that's my analysis on that. Um, we've got uh, some interesting, interesting ones. Hopefully, hopefully it's either not too long or not too short. I don't know, but, um, you know, Morrissey, uh, I, I love Morrissey. He's, uh, he's in the news again, which is exactly where he should be. Morrissey should always be in the news. I want to hear what Morrissey does every day. Like, even if it's just some, like he went to get a falafel. I want to know what Morrissey's up to. I want to know what Morrissey's up to right now. He's probably asleep or something, but you know, he's an old man, but I just want to know what he's up to. Morrissey's fantastic. Obviously we're going to talk about the primaries. Um, not really going to go too much into uh, the specifics of it here. Uh, since I did that for three hours yesterday. Uh, you can, you can go check that out on uh, Fuentes' Periscope. If you want some of that, some of that there, and you probably should have checked all of these results uh, by now anyway, but we're going to go a little bit more into how the media is dealing with, uh, getting slapped, the, the left getting slapped around. Uh, got some actual politics stuff to talk about. Um, more fake news. Uh, and a thing that, remember when we used to not cover it, uh, the Mueller investigation. So we've got some stuff there. 
Um, Obama, that that black fella, he's not, not up to any good. Uh, Korea, we've got Trump. We've just got, got all kinds of fun stuff. So I think uh, what we'll do, we'll go ahead and uh, just, just kick it off here. You are now cordially invited to ride shotgun in the smart car of hate. Buckle up, motherfuckers. It's right to ride. Oh, Morrissey, you sing like an angel and a lot of your political views align with mine. This is from The Independent. Morrissey sympathizes with EDL founder Tommy Robinson, saying his treatment has been shocking. Uh, Morrissey says the treatment of uh, English Defense League co-founder Tommy Robinson, who was jailed for 13 months last week after admitting breaking contempt of court laws, has been, quote, shocking. In an interview with Tremor, it's T-E-R-M-R. I don't know what these like music sites are. I I don't I don't even I don't even pay attention to that one you bald YouTuber guy with the glasses. Was it like Fan Fantamos, Fantamos, something like that? You know, the guy who always does the rundowns of, of albums. I mean, he likes Kanye, so I'm on board with it, but uh, he sure is a crybaby. And I could beat him in a rap battle. Anyway, the former Smiths frontman appeared to, uh, to back Robinson, who risked pr uh, prejudicing an ongoing trial via a live stream on his Facebook page. Robinson made clear that he was aware of the legal restrictions and yada, 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 yada. Despite this, Morrissey called his treatment shocking in a throwaway comment while discussing politics in which he endorsed a new fringe right wing political party. I have been following a new party uh, called For Britain which is uh, led by Anne-Marie Waters. Uh, it, uh, it is the first time in my life that I will vote for a political party. Finally, I have hope. I find the Tory Labor, Tory Labor constant switching to be pointless. He went on to say that For Britain has garnered no media support and has been dismissed with childish claims that it is racist. I don't think the word racist means anything anymore other than to say, you don't agree with me, so you're a racist. People can be utterly, utterly stupid. Uh, Anne-Marie Waters seeks to uh, seeks open discussion about all aspects of modern Britain, whereas other parties will not allow diverse opinion. She is like a humane version of Thatcher, if such a concept could be. She is abs uh, she has absolute leadership. She doesn't read from a script. She believes in British heritage, freedom of speech, and she wants everyone in the UK to live under the same law. Uh, he, he added it that she's compelling leader because the labor or Tories do not believe in free speech. Yeah, no shit. But I mean, look at the shocking treatment of Tommy Robinson. I know the media don't want Anne-Marie Waters and they try to smear me, but they are wrong and they should give her a chance and they should stop accusing people who want open debate as being racist. As I said previously, the left has become right wing and the right wing has become left. I don't know about that. A complete switch. And this, and this is uh, a very unhappy modern Britain. He, uh, being a boomer, he also called Hitler left wing. But hey, what are you going to do? Um, and he goes on to say, I despise racism. I despise fascism. Uh, I would do anything for my Muslim friends, and I know they would do anything for me. So, you know, that's that's Morrissey for you. I mean, that's the way that he is. He also he, he loves Israel and all of that stuff. But I thought this was great. 
Morrison keeps getting in hot water over and over and over again. And it's only the little shitty people on Twitter that, uh, you know, like they're like, I used to like the Smiths and now I, uh, now I'm a woman, you know, uh, I, I, I love that he keeps doing this and he's never been like not open about this. I mean, he's always been a, a, a nationalist fella. So I don't know why this is shocking at all to anybody. But, well, that's not true. I take that back. I take that back. Hold on. I know why it is, quote, unquote, shocking to people. Because this is a guy that they can shit on. That's, that's famous. Anything that doesn't, uh, doesn't fit that, they'll, they'll shit on the guy. Uh, even if it's Morrissey, and even if he's just always been like this. Because people forget. Morrissey's always getting new fans. His body of work is huge. I mean, between his solo stuff and the Smiths, you've got hours of things to listen to. And he's still good. He's still popular. And oh boy, that hair, that, when he was younger, that hair and those dance moves. Tell me that uh, Brendan Urie from Panic at the Disco didn't just completely jack that. You know, he just took that style completely. Um, Panic at the Disco, also a great band. You know, I, I like Brendan Urie. Can't wait for Brendan Urie to come out and be like, you know what? Not a fan of Muslims. Doubt that happens. I doubt it happens. But they like to do this. They like to do this because they have the apparatus to do so. Uh, they want to constantly remind people that someone like Morrissey, who's a respected, uh, I, I believe he actually might even be knighted. I have to check. See, this is normally where Spicky would come in. But we can see. Let's see if he's knighted. Um. Uh... Now, I don't know. All I see is this is apparently uh, Morrissey said Paul McCartney should return his knighthood. I don't know. So maybe he's maybe he's not knighted. Yeah, because if he's criticizing Paul McCartney back in 2012 for accepting knighthood, I'm just going to assume that he's probably not. He's also not a big fan of those people anyway, um, as, as, as far as I can uh, gather. But back to back to the original thing, I guess. The reason why. The reason why is because they can't. I mean, you guys know who Morrissey is, right? And if you don't, you got to go listen to his music. But how many young people do you see, you know, walking around with uh, with Smith's T-shirts on and things like that? They want to remind people. I mean, you can't hurt him financially at this point, but they want to remind people. You know, shocking. It's so shocking that Morrissey would continue. It's like saying, like, did you know Morrissey just doesn't eat meat? What a fag. Everybody knows all of this, but every time he says something that we would all expect him to say, they got to do something about it. They can't just can't just let it lie. I mean, and yet it doesn't matter when uh, when the best of these rest of these buttholes are uh, in away with anything, really. I mean, they bury those uh, they bury those other things just just for days and days and days and days. Vital insight from a neat and an eighty-eight dollar soup. This is from Washington Post. Democracy dies in darkness. Democrats strengthen hand in seeking control of House, even if odds of a blue wave are diminishing. What a crock of fucking bullshit! Democrats strengthen hand. How are they strengthening their hand at all? They thought they were going to BTFO 
the Republicans in California and locked them out of races. The only thing that we got locked out of was the Senate. And we knew that was going to happen. Nobody knew who James Bradley was until like very recently. I was worried we weren't even going to have a shot at the governorship. But guess what we do? John Cox. Thank you. <laughs> Democrats strengthen hand in seeking control of the House. Even if the odds of a blue wave are diminishing, there is no blue wave. How many times do I have to say it? There's no blue wave. Halfway through the primary season, election results across the country have strengthened the Democrats' hand in their quest for control of the House, even as it shifts in the national mood uh, raise, even if shifts in the national mood raise the possibility that an anticipated electoral wave could flatten into a ripple. <laughs> After votes in 21 states, including California, and seven others that held primaries Tuesday, Democrats have avoided potential pitfalls and secured general election candidates in many Republican-held districts who have, who have compelling biographical stories and political profiles that party leaders will have broad appeal uh, in the na in a nation that tends to vote for change in off-year contests. Except they're not going to vote for change this year because things are going fucking amazing. Do we need to bring up the, uh, the, the job numbers here? I mean, dude, why would anybody vote for, why would anybody vote for change? They're voting, they're, they're, they're going to vote to have jobs. In fact, let me pull that up right now. They're going to vote to have fucking jobs, you loony. You fucking retards. Over Washington Post, democracy dies in darkness. I hope the darkness closes in on you, you losers. You fucking goddamn fake news. <sighs> there are more jobs than people out of work. Something the American economy has never experienced before. There are 6.7 million job openings and just 6.4 million available workers to fill them, according to the Bureau of Labor, uh, Labor of Statistics. Now, watch out, because they're going to try to use that as like, we need uh, we need immigrants. There's too many, um, too many job openings. But hey, look, they're not going to vote. They're not going to vote for, for change. The only thing, and actually, they might be uh, voting for change a little bit. WAPO. They might be voting for change. Uh, just a little bit. We're going to vote for nationalist candidates or at least populist ones or actual Trumpian candidates. And that's what they're scared of. I mean, because when you, when you think of change, who's change? It's, you know, that's the, the progressives. That's the Democrats. That's change, you know. They're not, that's not going to happen. Or at least let's, let's hope that it doesn't. The blue wave isn't real and we're doing, you know, we're doing okay. Many of the Democratic nominees are younger, more diverse, and less tied to Washington than their GOP rivals. Fresh evidence of the party's primary success came Tuesday when Democrats on California's top two ballot uh, succeeded in salvaging spots for several House seats that are considered toss-ups. Party leaders had feared divided Democrats would cede seats to Republicans, but voters rallied sufficiently to push Democrats forward to November. Dude! That's not the story that you were telling before. You were saying you got to watch out. Republicans are screwed. They're gonna they're screwed. Now there was a few things every now and then where they were like, oh, like the smart people. They go, oh, that uh, that might be bad for us. Well, congrats, you got somebody in the race. I mean, I was I was hoping we get to lock somebody out, but you know it didn't happen. Um, uh, especially uh, uh, over in the uh, was it the forty eighth? Really wanted that to happen. But hey, it's not gonna. It's just we're we're still in good shape. 
Their fears of an electoral catastrophe in November have been eased by declining concern among voters about the direction of the country and rising approval ratings for the pre uh, for President Trump, who continues to dominate the daily news cycle by embracing polarizing issues such as immigration, criticism of federal law enforcement, and racially and the racially fraught topic of the NFL players kneeling during the national anthem. Nobody cares about the NFL, dude. The only people that actually care about the whole players kneeling shit are the players. And then the owners. And even they're like, dude, you just got to stay in the locker room. Like, we, ca we can't. You've chased away all of our audience. No one cares about that. If anything, they're, they're in support. Now, there is a, uh, there's a gun show coming up. There's always a gun show coming up uh, in this area. And they, uh, they, I've said this before, but I didn't know that this is the commercial they always run, I guess. Uh, and in the middle of it, they, they go, no, 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 we don't kneel for the red, white, and blue. We stand proud and tall. It's a family tradition, which means there's not going to be any black people there is really what they mean in that ad, which I think is really funny. But no one really gives a shit about that. People are done with the NFL. They're going to watch other things. Like, I, I, I don't know what the ratings of the WWE are, but <laughs> they might be better than the NFL at this point. No one cares about that shit. No, no one cares about that shit. The players are wrong. Every person in America pretty much knows that. Um, nobody likes federal law enforcement. And uh, yeah, you got all you got is the immigration thing, which that's been, I, come on. Give me a break. WAPO, you fucking losers. They have enough seats in play and enough quality candidates in those seats to win the majority said Nathan Gonzalez, who handicaps house races for inside elections. Democrats have done a good job of turning enthusiasm into a large number of candidates of turning enthusiasm into fundraising. Well, you're going to need the fundraising, dummy. You're broke. You're done. You're broke. But now they have to turn that enthusiasm into votes because that is what is going to matter in November. No shit, you genius. Oh, my goodness. What a fucking retard. I mean, to be fair, you know, Gonzalez, you guys can win without votes. You do it all the time. I mean, let's let's not let's not pretend that you don't. <laughs> you just that's what I love when people are just like, yeah, I guess it's all gonna depend on turnout. It's like, yeah, probably, yeah. For the most part, yeah, it'll depend if people uh vote for your guy. That's that's how it's supposed to work. Voters have cast primary ballots in 32 of the 56 Republican-held House districts most vulnerable to a Democratic takeover, uh, according to the nonpartisan Cook Political Report. I don't even know how nonpartisan that is. I don't. I don't believe any of these assholes anymore. Um, just you know, you can throw them all out for all I care. Just burn them all down at this point. I mean, uh, who we? I, I don't know who who runs Cook Political Report because I, I don't know. Maybe there's some smart people out there that know. Maybe I should know, but who's Cook? Who the hell are you, pal? I don't know. Maybe I'm just showing how ignorant I am to, to things. But of the 28 races that have been called, Democratic women have won in half the districts. <laughs> With women leading the Democratic ticket Wednesday afternoon in one of the four remaining seats still being counted in California. Um, yeah. So that's not going to work out for them. Um you can run women all you want, as but Democratic women, uh, you're not, you're not going to do so hot with them. Uh, yeah, okay, because you're break. You got to look at it this way. Okay, you're breaking it down into 
okay, this is already Democrat voters. You know, that's you're, you're not really going to get too much crossover. But then you're breaking it down even more by putting a woman up there who at least I, I don't know. I'm being I, I'm being nice here. At least a fifth of the Democratic Party is going to go. I don't know. I like the green guy. You know, they, they don't want to vote for a woman. Have you seen these women? They're awful. Even the Democrats know that they don't they they, they don't they don't know what they're doing here. They're hoping that people will vote for them just because they're a woman. And that didn't work with Hillary Clinton, who had all the name recognition in the world. And yes, she was the most hated candidate of all time, but we're still hearing about her. Much to the the Democrat, uh, the, the dismay of the Democrats. Now, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I'm expecting a lot of... Uh, false rape allegations, um, a lot of the whole Me Tooism and all of that. And that's what they're going to try to do. I think it's going to be that and abortion. But even that is going to go ahead and cut out even half the women. It, um, it's, it's, it's just not good. And let me jump over to this other one really fast because this was funny to me. Uh, this is from New York Times. Uh, five takeaways from from Tuesday. Their their fifth one here is the year of the woman hits a snag. Ooh. Democrats have celebrated their class of candidates as a triumph of diversity, with liberal women leading the charge in congressional taste of, uh, races. So there you go, and they and they go through you know just a, a few different ones. And I mean, who cares? Like uh, you know, Louis Grisham, uh, who handily won the nomination for the governor, and you know all all, all of this. You've got you've got Wapo and New York Times a little bit at odds here, guys. They're both trying to spin this in a, a, a good way. I mean, what's the old thing? Jeez, um, uh, not Michael Cohn. That's, uh, that's Trump's lawyer. He was Gary Cohn. He was big on like, hey, you know, if you lose, just go ahead and like act like, you know, you fucking won and you wanted this all along. They're, the, the left hand is not talking to the right hand with uh, New York Times and, and Washington Post, which I find it hard to believe, honestly, but. I mean, really, really what are you going to do? But I, I just wanted to point that out because of this just fake news bullshit. I mean, HuffPo are the only ones that are like, oh, I don't know. HuffPo of all people. Um, but I just, I love that. And New York Times is right. The year of the woman. I didn't even know it was the year of the woman. I thought it was the year of the gay Holocaust. That's, that's, those are the only months I picked up on. We had the black month. Uh, I think three or four Holocaust months, and then now it's now it's gay month. I, I didn't know we had a whole year of women, honestly. But hey, uh, there's there's a lot of things I don't know, like who runs Cook Political Report. Something I don't know. Whatever, guys. I'm not the smartest fellow in the world. I'm really not. Um, there's too much too much to keep <laughs> too much to keep up with. Democrats have also benefited from a rare unity between its wings. A predicted liberal Democrat rebellion has not materialized at the polls, in part because mainstream candidates have shifted to the left on policy. That's not really true, though. I'm sorry. You've got you've got a bunch of Trump-friendly uh, candidates that that are, are are running outside of California. Um, I, I, that's not true. They haven't shifted to the left on policy. I want them to shift to the left on policy. I want them to go so fucking insane. I want every single, well, okay. It would be funny if every single uh, candidate was Farrakhan, but, um, hell I might, <laughs> I might vote Democrat for one of them. Actually <laughs> You're like, ah, I like that guy. You didn't like the juice, but 
that this is all just, I mean, who wrote this? Who wrote this over here? With uh, did you put your name on it? Oh, yeah, it's a he's a Jewish fellow, uh, Michael Schrerer. I think he's a Jewish fellow. He looks like he's got a big dumb face. Man, that forehead. You guys got to check that out. He's got a big old forehead. But I mean, really, this could all be done to death. It really doesn't. Uh, it really doesn't matter. What we took away from these midterms were there is no blue wave. Um, I I do I do I don't I don't like calling it a red wave because that just reminds me of that elevator scene from The Shining, and then I think about periods, and then I just get really grossed out. So. I don't want to call it a red wave. Um, we could call it like a big red bitch slap. That would be cool. You know, we could do a big red bitch slap. But I don't. I don't like the red wave thing, and, and I don't like taking their their words. I mean, blue wave. You can say like, oh, it's like water. Red wave. It's that's uh, the elevator scene from The Shining, and I don't like blood at all. Really, it's just it's kind of gross. But Huffpo might actually get it they uh this oh man he's another he's another fat piece of shit man oh he's so fat kevin raw Ra billard oh i wish spicky was here this guy's ugly the fuck is wrong with these people anyway 2018 midterm primaries democrats avoided disaster but that might not be enough some some rare honesty from huffington post here California Democrats can feel safe to exhale now. For months, party strategists worried Democrats would be locked out of the general election and one of the seven GOP-held seats that uh, they're targeting in November because of the state's two-primary system, $8 million from the DCC, uh, DCCC and other groups. Uh, later, they avoided that fate. Democrats had an extraordinary amount of heartburn and anxiety over the possibility of getting locked out. Uh, and then he goes on to some other shit. Um, you know, they're, they're really sighing. Uh, they're really like just having a big sigh of relief that they didn't get just completely BTFO. I mean, they're, they can actually like run people, but they thought they were going to get rid of, uh, uh, they thought before they'd be able to get rid of Rohrbacher and that's not going to be the case. I mean, he steadily was doing fine. I don't think they're going to be able to touch Steve Knight either. Obviously, we've got to campaign for these guys. We've got to work for these guys. And, and that's important to do. But they had it, or at least they had their base thinking, like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to do it. Because they're still going to get on TV and say that, you know, we're going to flip the house and, and all that. Which they may. It just doesn't look like it. you got to watch out for the blue fraud is really all I'm saying there. Uh, but let's see, where did he, where did he start to get all, all worried about this? Oh no, they just put a bunch of tweets in here. Um, let's see, these were contested races, some of which went negative. Uh, it's going to be crucial for Democrats to unite under the winner. When is it, when did the Democrat, when does any party ever unite under any of these fucking people? They do it a little bit better. I mean, you remember that, uh, uh, Bernie Sanders, I mean, he, he was kind of like, oh, you know, Hillary, yay. Uh, and Hillary will tell you, you know, it was, it was one of the million reasons Bernie didn't unite his people under that. You know, whatever. Um, oh, geez, we're going to find this stupid thing. You know what? It's not it's not really that important. Really, the headline is the only thing that, it, that, that, that is, is important there as the takeaway from this is the media doesn't know how to handle it. You're going to hear a lot of uh, reluctant honesty from occasional people like, I mean, as fat as you are, Kevin, 
uh, and as ugly as you are, I mean, you couldn't have found a better picture, dude. That's the one that you use. You ugly, ugly man. That um, that's a bit of honesty. That's a bit of honesty. But then you're gonna get the uh, the Jewish people over on Washington Post that. Um, not, uh, you're just not going to get that from them. So I would expect a lot more of that. Um, I, I, I personally can't wait uh, to, to see more of that. Oh, where was the thing that I wanted to do? Here we go. Um, this is uh, going to be a real, real bumpy ride, guys. I haven't done this. Uh, I haven't done this alone uh, for quite a while. Quite a while. Right to Brighton. Exposing the nose. So some great um, initiative was taken by a buddy of mine, James Alsop. Um, he went out there and uh, he, he got a uh, he got a nice seat uh, with, with the party uh, at the at the uh, uh, he's a uh, uh, precinct committee officer level. And we're going to talk about those um, a little bit more. Uh, as as we uh, as we go along here, because it is different uh, in every county, state, so things can be the rules can be a little bit different. But what that is is uh, about the smallest thing that you can get elected for within the party. And if you you got a lot of that stuff, then you you kind of get a vote within the party. It's just to to simplify it. Um, you know, you could do like vote for delegates and and stuff like that. So. And the big thing about this, most of these things are just empty. Like they're just empty. So you can run unopposed and you get it. Now, James made the mistake of posting it on his public Facebook. Hey, I just, you know, I got a got an elected office thing. Um, but I admire the initiative. Uh, and and James is a friend. Uh, he's a great guy. Um, but the Daily Beast, being the shitheads that they are, being the fake news lying press that they are charlottesville hate march are elected by republican party what a clickbait title they make it sound like he just is running the place an affiliate of a pro-white group who marched in charlottesville and they put pro-white in parentheses by the way like i mean just imply harder you fucking nerds Oh, my God. An affiliate of a, quote, pro-white group who marched in Charlottesville last year was elected to a Republican Party post in Washington last week, part of his campaign to take over the GOP for the alt-right. <laughs> okay. James Alsop uh, attended the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, Virginia, where white supremacists chanted this and da-da-da. Uh, Alsop was filmed marching with Identity Europa, an anti-immigrant alt-right group. The fallout over the rally led Alsop stepping down as president of the college Republicans, um, a group he once boasted of, of taking over. He, uh, he's, uh, you know, claims uh, he's on his way to taking over the local GOP. Good. Like, guys, you can all do this. You should. You should do this. Just just do it. I mean, just do it. Um, the, like, the only mistake he made was, was, was posting on his Facebook. And and then here come these lunatics at the Daily Beast having to write just complete clickbait nonsense about him and say that he's an evil, evil guy. James Alsop is not an evil, evil man. You know, he, he's not a hate-filled man. He's actually one of the sweetest guys that you're ever going to meet. 
you know. Uh, I know certain people online don't like him and all that. No, nah, I don't care what you. I don't. I don't care what you think. Uh, I it's, hate Marcher really. <sighs> Good grief. Um, on June second, Alza posted a picture of a certificate on Facebook. As of today, I'm officially an elected official in the state of Washington Republican Party. Cool, indeed, James. Very cool. Uh, and then they've got a picture of him with, with the, uh, with a tiki torch, uh, on his Instagram, <laughs> in a white polo. <laughs> um, but he, uh, let's see, uh, Alpha's post is, uh, a small one on its face, but it's influential. Yeah, you're damn right. I, I hope more people do it. If you want to take over a political party in this state, the best thing to do is start at the PCO level and get a whole bunch of people who agree with your views elected as PCOs. Uh, Hugh Spitzer, a professor at the law uh, of law at the University of Washington, told the Daily Beast, "PCO races are usually uncontested. What did I just tell you? And write-ins are not allowed." Spitzer said, "From the uh, party's perspective, the responsibility of a PCO is to visit every house and apartment they can, meet the people, and then determine uh, how they might vote." Uh, adding that PCOs uh, also carry campaign materials for their party's candidates and vote for members of their party's county central committee uh, who influence the selection of party officials on a more statewide basis. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. He, he described it better than I did. I mean, I just said like this. Did, <laughs> he, he did a better job than I did, the, the law professor there. But uh, that... Uh, we condemn this individual and his hateful racist views in the strongest possible terms. A spokesperson for the RNC told the Daily Bitch, there's no place for it in the Republican Party. Now, let me tell you, what you view as hateful, racist, and all of these things that you condemn in the strongest terms, that's going to be the Republican Party, dummy. Um, like, this is why you suck so bad. Because you can't, you're so old that you can't grasp the world around you. You're so caught up with your own fart sniffing and, and your little in club and being prim and, and, and proper and all of like losing with dignity that, uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I encourage everyone to get involved. Uh, it just, it, it, it takes nothing to do it. And you either get a, cert a certificate or like a little laminated card and it's really cool and you get to do stuff and, uh, it doesn't take much of your time. You know, it's not like, I mean, it's, it's obviously it's volunteer, but it's not, it, it's something you can do, you know, it's something you can do in your spare time. Uh, and I encourage everybody to do that because much to the may, this may of this, of this old boomer, this is, uh, it's, it's going to be our party. It's going to be our party, but just, just, it is. <sighs> The Washington State Republican Party's chairman told the Daily Beast, the party doesn't condone identity politics in any form whatsoever. Until you see a based black fella, huh? Then you love it. You're like, look at my black guy over here. Look at my African-American. Look at my black guy over here. Eat a dick, dude. Oh my God. We condemn this hateful ideology before. We condemn it today. And we'll continue to condemn it in the future. Condemn my nuts, dude. Oh my God, what a nerd. Shortly after posting a picture of, of certificate. Shortly after posting a picture of certificate. Nice. Nice. Way to get this out so fast you can't even send it to the editor, retard. Alsop appeared on a podcast by Identity Europa where he encouraged members of the far right to push their way into mainstream conservative politics like he did. Wonder who's been saying that. Smart people. I happen to be involved in the Spokane GOP. I am now actually an elected official, yada, yada, yada. Um, 
let me get to the funny part here. Uh, of course, I'm not the GOP shill here, and I'm not going to tell you uh, that knocking on doors of a Republican congressman is going to save the West or save European Americans. Uh, 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 this is, uh, you know, whatever. This isn't the first time Alsop has tried entryist tactics. What I mean, they they go on uh, about this, but there was one part. Oh no, do they not have it in here? Oh, it must have been a must have been from a different article. I thought it was in this one. Because uh, there's a couple of them. There's a couple of them out there. They talk about, uh, oh, they got to talk about Eli Mosley, you know, all of these things. I mean, it's, um, it's, it's just a normal fucking hit piece is all it is. And I think it's stupid. They won't leave this guy alone. He's done nothing wrong. He's done nothing wrong, but they won't leave the guy alone. I don't, it's, 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 it's fucking pretty funny. And they talk about like, oh, he went on, uh, he went on fascination. Uh, and he tried to take over WSO's college Republican club with fashy goy, fascist non-Jewish friends. Jesus, guys. I, um, I don't know. Look out for that in the press. They're just, uh, they're going to use everything that they can. It doesn't matter if it's real or not. It doesn't matter if it's real or not. They're going to do anything that they can. And they're going to lie. Um, they have no other option because nobody checks them on this. No, nobody checks them on this. They see like funny comments on the internet and things like that, which I guess you got to look out for, you know, you got to look out for that shit, I suppose. But they just, um, they're going to write anything. They're going to write fucking anything about you. Uh, just, oh my God. <laughs> You're listening to a bite to Biden. Turning thoughts tried since last fucking season. U.S. Senate leader cancels most of, of August recess. So Mitch McConnell, uh, he, he says on Tuesday that he was canceling most of the Senate's August recess to give lawmakers some time to uh, pass uh, the spending bill there uh, before the uh, deadline uh, on September 30th. We knew about this because remember the omnibus bill was only for however many months. Uh, when did they do that thing? When was every when was everybody else? Uh, when was everybody last mad and screaming that Donald Trump's a cuck? Um, Donald Trump has already said, "Hey, uh, I want funding for the wall, or we're shutting this whole bitch down." Now, government shutdowns don't really mean that much, honestly. They really don't. They happen all the time, and usually Republicans get blamed for them. But you've got to look at. Um, the media will always blame blame them, but this is a good move by McConnell, who I don't like. I don't like him. I, I think he's a weird looking guy. He's a he's a mopey little bitch, and uh, he's a snake. Well, a turtle, but you know he's he's just a snaky, shady dude. You can just see, even looking at him, like you can you can tell he's a lizard person underneath it. You know, it's just this skin suit of this like weird turtle being that he is. He's horrible, right? But this is a good move. Because one, it, it 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 shows at least outwardly or whatever the press can't complain too much, but they will. Um, the Senate's actually like trying to do things, and you know they've got to get this important spending bill here, or you know stopping the government from shutting down and all all these things. More importantly than that, we are going to I'm, I'm hoping secure some funding for the wall, and more importantly than that, a thing that Bernie Bernie Sanders is complaining about. This gives the Democrats in the Senate less time to campaign. 
all they do during the uh, during the August recess is you know they, they campaign. They go and they have these town halls that they never have unless they have to because they're better than you. But there's less there's less time for them now. They can't go and meet with uh, they they can't go and meet with the constituents and and kiss babies and shit like that. This is real good. I don't. I, I'm not so sure about McConnell's uh, intentions. Hopefully, he has bent. He's just bent the knee, and he's actually uh, gonna somewhat be on board. But oh boy, does that just that's gotta that's just gotta just really grind their gears because it it burns them so well. And and like without making any too bold of a prediction here, I think we do have a good shot of getting a decent amount of wall funding. That'll also burn, that'll also really grind the gears of uh you know Chuck Schumer and and all of his uh what are they called? Starts with a J. I don't know. <sighs> One thing that I am upset about is uh, August recess was going to be a great time to go and harass these people, but I'd rather them stay there. And I'm sure they're going to do things anyway. It's not. It's not like. It's not like they can't. You know. But when they're not allowed to campaign, what does that leave? The media has to do all of it for them. And you know what's more powerful than, me than the media we found is Donald Trump's Twitter account. You can hit these people really, really, really hard, and there's not much that they can do about it. Senate Democrat leader Chuck Schumer said he would push for votes on expanding access to Medicare, uh, the health insurance program for the elderly, lowering drug costs and health insurance premiums, increasing tax credits for health insurance, and making sure people with pre-existing health conditions don't get priced out of insurance. Schumer also challenged Republican President Do Donald Trump to stay in Washington, work, uh, working right alongside us during the month of August. Something tells me that uh, he might be visiting with world leaders, but... Um, I'd, I'd like that too, actually. That's probably something that Chuck Schumer and I can agree on. Uh, I'd like him there just owning your asses. I mean, he's going to have to go and travel around and do uh, his his campaigning for uh, for people. That's that's something that they're not going to have. You know, they can, Trump can go there. And he can campaign with Twitter. I just, I think that that's great. I don't know. House of Representatives is... Uh, not going to be there. And that, and that comes back to another thing that we're going to have to start talking about a little bit more uh, is when these town halls do come up. You guys, you're going to have to uh, get, your, get your phones out and go and live stream these people, catch the Democrats uh, doing crazy shit, and just berate the hell out of these people and make them, make them promise things. And then you got to make them follow through. So that's going to be a load of fun too. But I don't know. Bold move by uh, by Mitch McConnell here. Um, I won't be surprised if we end up with uh, with funding. So little a uh, little early for a break, but I think we're about at that point. Um, man, I got so much stuff. So I'm gonna go ahead and do that, and uh, do we will uh, we'll go ahead and uh, go ahead and see you in a minute.
OIWD presents Right to Bryden. 100% correct. 70% accurate. The Mueller investigation has uh, really, he really heated up quite a bit. I mean, I believe that they're grasping for straws, but obviously, you know, uh, by now, and I'm sorry that we missed a day, you know, I, I was sick. I mean, just, just be, just be happy. I'm even here. I almost just didn't do it. Um, but you, you might know, uh, Manafort, um, is, is kind of being, um, told, Hey, you know, you might, uh, you might, <laughs> you might need to go to jail, uh, while we, you know, wait for your trial. And these are like a witness tampering and all of these things, it's, you know, it's all a bunch of, bunch of bullshit. And I've never really liked Manafort is the thing. I've never been like, yeah, Manafort. Like when they, when he was brought on, um, a campaign, I was like, ah, you know, whatever. Not surprised he ended up being in some trouble. Um, but it, it has nothing to do, it, it has nothing to do with, uh, Trump Russia collusion or anything like that. So it really, he shouldn't be in the trouble. He never should have gotten caught, you know, is kind of it. Uh, but with Trump pardoning people left and right and commuting sentences and shit like that, I don't know. Maybe it'll be okay for him. But here's here's a here's a twist. Here's a here's a neat twist. Mueller investigated ex-Trump advisor Papadopoulos as unregistered agent of Israel. His wife claims Simona Papadopoulos. Um, so without just reading this, because I'm getting I'm getting annoyed with myself even just reading these articles. I think I'm just gonna kind of freeform it and kind of give you the give you the rundown. There's, we're gonna have to read some clips, but. Um, so George Papadopoulos, he's the guy that uh, we've talked about before. Uh, he he got fed some information that um, you know the 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 Russians had um, some of Hillary's emails, and then they fly him out. Young guy, thirty year old guy. They fly him out uh, to London. He ends up meeting with um, an Australian ambassador, and uh, he gets all liquored up, and he says, "Hey, you know." Ooh, like I'm a big shot. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in, um, the Russians have, have some of Hillary's emails. And then that was supposedly, now we're finding out that's not even what sparked the investigation. They keep going back and back and back to when this started, but that's, that's the gist of it, uh, regarding George Papadopoulos. Um, but now his wife is saying that he was, uh, urged to plead, uh, to plead guilty and that they were investigating his ties to Israel. He has no ties to Russia. It was Israel. Which I don't want to give uh I don't want to give any ammunition to uh you know some people, but boy how do you this is all unconfirmed by the way. This is all unconfirmed. This is just his wife saying it. But he was an unregistered uh agent for uh for for Israel. But let's think about that just for a second. There's probably a reason I'm not hearing too much about this uh, and the news that and like, I mean, the whole world is just changing every single day. Like we miss one show and I'm like, fuck, we have to throw out everything. Try to just salvage what we can. But I'm not hearing too much about this. I'm seeing some stuff, you know, the occasional article here and there. Don't you love it? But I'm not, uh, I'm not hearing a lot of this uh Israel tie and they're saying oh it's unconfirmed it's unconfirmed I don't know I can't say whether or not it's true but it wouldn't surprise me because hasn't the, hasn't any collusion at all been Israel 
I mean, you look at uh, you look at Kushner and all that. It's just it's ties to Israel, just left and right. That that's that's where it is. But to be an unregistered agent, and you gotta you gotta remember, he uh, he was. I mean, he was nobody, you know. Uh, but he you know he was allowed in the room and shit like that. But he worked with the uh, the foreign policy team. Creepy, right? That's some creepy stuff. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I don't want to give ammunition to uh, to a lot of people here, but that's that's something. I mean, that's uh, at least interesting. But they're not. They're, they're, this can go one of two ways. Either they're not really going to pay attention to this, and they're going to go shut her up. Oh my God, don't. Or. Uh, Mueller and, and the Democrats and all that might actually go after fucking Israel. And how funny would that be if the entire left is just fucking furious at, at Israel? I'd love it. I think that that would be great. I, I, I one because it would uh, get people to actually, you know, fucking hate Israel. That would be fantastic. Uh, but two, can you think of the massive amounts of backlash that all of this would get? Nothing kills what you're trying to do faster than going after Israel. Going after the Jews, you fucking Nazi, you. So I'm not sure the legitimacy of this, but it's a weird thing for her to say, right? I mean, maybe it's uh, maybe it's a move uh, on her part to, to get attention away from him. I don't know. I'm not sure how smart Simona Papadopoulos is. Uh, I guess she's uh, an Italian lawyer. So... Probably not that smart. But hey, you know, what are you going to do there? But that's the, there's, there's nothing really that's developed too much um, about that. But I am going to try to keep uh, keep eye on it. Because I could very much see, um, you know, Mueller uh, finding this out and being like, okay, look, dude, you just, just it's it's a Russian thing. Dude, just do the Russian thing. They're going to, Mossad's going to kill us, kill us both if you don't. Just say it's a Russia thing, and you got to go down. So I don't know, but that's just some that's just speculation on my part. Um, let's see, let's see, which 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 is a just a more fun one to do first. DOJ watchdog finds James Comey defied authority as FBI director. Sources say so. This supposedly, uh, I believe, came out of uh, it's a, a leak of the IG report, which is now done. By the way, the IG report is done on uh, you know how the FBI handled Hillary Clinton's emails, which, as we know, was terribly and on purpose. They uh, they they you know exonerated her uh, before even before even investigating her, uh, you know, you, you had that uh, Comey meeting with um, L Loretta Lynch on the tarmac and saying, let's make it a matter, not an investigation. You know, all of that stuff. Loretta Lynch might be somebody that's going down. Uh, and I keep telling you, and I'm right here, Comey's going to jail. Comey's going to jail. But this, this does, if this is all the IG report has, which it's not, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. He can, he can sway, he can uh, spin this. But I think the reason that they're doing this, and, and it may not even be real, it may not even say that, because a lot of these leaks haven't even been real. You know, they're just uh, sources say, and then it's just not. You know, it's 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 just not. But this this does say, I mean, he he broke the law. I mean, we also know that he lied under oath several times as well. 
Um, but that doesn't mean anything. You're just allowed to do that now if you're a Washington elite. But the, the case against Comey is uh, being built, I think. Just just one one piece at a time, one tiny little molecule at a time that hopefully adds up to something big. And I think he can't really get away with everything here. But there's got to be worse things in the IG report about James Comey. Because this guy, this guy, you know, you know he's a shady piece of shit. You know he's a fucking monster. To fuck it, you know he's not that smart either. Like really, we just look at this guy. You know, he's first of all, he's just like a giant, so all the blood has to run through his body, so it honestly can't get up to his brain to make him function properly to like not go uh, on a book tour when you're, uh, you know, be, being investigated. Like who's his lawyer? Good grief. He thinks he's smarter than he is. But then again, I mean, I, I don't know. I'd like to see him and Mueller like fight or something because they're they're buddies. They've been buddies. I just I just want to see both of these guys with a black eye, honestly. But uh, <laughs> where was I? Where was I? Oh yeah. So if th this is not uh, the the worst thing, you know, he uh, uh, he he kind of did. The, he went a. Uh, he did something he wasn't supposed to. And the fact that like his, uh, uh, his higher up said, you know, don't do that. He, he uh, didn't follow the proper chain of command basically. And you got to remember that James Comey is now trying to frame himself. And this is probably the purpose for the book, trying to frame himself as a positive leader and a, uh, just stand up guy. He, he's a good leader with principles. That's not true. We know that it's not, it's not real. He's a liar. Slippery James Comey, as Trump has called him. Here, we'll please check. But I'm not even sure if this leak is real. I don't know. We'll see. I do want to know where the IG report is. I I, I want to know. I mean, it's got to be coming here soon. I'm wondering when, and I wonder what's going to be in it. It doesn't sound good for Comey, from what... I gather. And they might be trying to put this out because, you know, the, the, the kind of leaks and stuff that they're getting out there, it's so that people aren't going to be in the, in the, in the public, aren't going to be like as surprised. They've got to, they got to just give them little bits of poison. And that way they, by the time that it all really hits, then people will freak out a little less. You know, I mean, like Breitbart and the like, they're going to fucking lose their minds over it. And it'll be great. And we're going to lose our minds over it. And it'll be great. And I really think that James Comey's going to jail. But this is their strategy. Because you got to think about it. They got caught, which they never would have gotten caught had uh, that fucking cunt won. This was all supposed to just work perfectly and they, they would be fine. And they just wanted to keep their jobs because Hillary Clinton, it was her throne to claim she was supposed to win. And then it didn't work out that way. And now they have to do damage control. You know, I'm not even exactly sure with whole uh, Peter Strzok and Lisa Page. I'm not even so sure that they were like dating or whatever. I think that just might be a reason why they, you know, in the in the media, they can just be like, uh, yeah, they um, that's why they were texting each other and not, you know, coordinating to uh, overth overthrow the results of a fucking uh, election. 
all of it has been projection anyway, all of this Russia stuff, because we know that Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama were working with the Russians. I mean, I can't wait until it's going to take months and months and months. This is taken, I mean, what, a year and a half? You know, to and it's still not even out, but to work on the IG report for the mishandling of Hillary Clinton's emails. Dude, it, another one's in the works for the whole Uranium One thing. That's going to be great. Because that's, that's the real collusion with Russia. But now Mueller, he's, he's, you know, going on here. Special counsel Robert Mueller's team is requesting that witnesses turn in their personal phones to inspect their encrypted messaging programs. This is funny to me because I guess there's a lot of conversations on WhatsApp, Confide, Signal and Dust, uh, according to sources who spoke on a condition of anonymity. Mueller is now just going after people's cell phones. And they're giving it up because they don't want to be subpoenaed and they don't want to be dragged out into public. But I guess this is where, you know, this is where they were doing their shady dealings because like the fucking boomers that they are, like the retards that they are, they thought like, oh yeah, WhatsApp, that's totally secure. Dude, everything is saved in metadata. Like how dumb are you? Why, why don't you, who owns WhatsApp? Does anybody know who owns WhatsApp? I forget. But you could, I mean, you could get all of that stuff. But fine, you know, let them give their phones and they're going to go, oh, nothing on these phones. And what would prevent them from, I don't know, smashing them with a hammer? <laughs> just like Hillary's people did, just be like, I don't know, uh, uh, dropped it. What a bummer. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty funny. But uh, that's 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 where the Manafort thing came in. I'm sorry. I'm like, I got the, the notes here on this article here. Uh, Manafort accused of tampering. I guess I can I can kind of go through it again. But um, so Manafort, I guess, had WhatsApp and Telegram and said that uh, he used them to contact witnesses. And I guess they were, you know, what to say, what not to say. It really doesn't it really doesn't say anything. It really doesn't say anything about that. But I think the, I do think it's funny that now it's like uh, I don't I, I don't know. Give me the phone. But why would you have not been like, hey, give me the fucking phones forever ago? This guy is grasping at straws. And as we get closer to that, this is this is the real this is the real cherry on top of this segment. I know you've heard about this. Andrew McCabe seeks immunity deal for testimony. <laughs> Former FBI Deputy Director Andrew McCabe is reportedly in negotiations with Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley to be granted immunity in exchange for his testimony on the upcoming Justice Department Inspector General report on the FBI's handling of the Clinton email probe. What did I tell you guys? Comey has some bad shit in there about him. It's not going to look good for the old combster. The old comb over. He doesn't have a comb over. He's actually got a pretty nice head of hair. But still, we need a nice we need a nice name for him other than Slippery James Comey. Sorry, Trump. Not all of your ones are are, are real zingers. I guess he is kind of slippery. But uh, you know, what did he call Pelosi the other day? It was like high crime, high taxes. Nancy Pelosi. It's like that's a that's a long one, pal. That's uh, maybe rethink that one. You know, can't all be winners like Lion Ted or uh, Pocahontas or Crooked Hillary. You know. It's slippery James Comey. I guess I can I can run with it, but uh, I call him the old combster. 
this uh you don't just ask for immunity for for like no fucking reason there's stuff in there about mccabe there's stuff in there about comey these guys used to be friends mccabe and comey used to be friends he's gonna sing like a fucking bird it's gonna be so amazing because this is what Mueller was trying to do, I think, by getting people like Michael Cohen, George Papadopoulos, uh, Carter Page, um, uh, 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 who else? Who's the guy? Uh, Manafort, you know, all of that. And then why is it, guys, why is it that Donald Trump would just start pardoning people in like commuting sentences and shit? Why is it? He's sending a message. He's just saying, don't cooperate with these people. Because, you know, they'll instruct them to lie and all of that. And, you know, they they might want to just save their asses. I don't think the president did anything wrong. I mean, I'm sure he had some shady business dealings at some point in his life. I mean, he's a fucking New York real estate guy. And, you know, he's fucked everything on the planet. But I don't think there was any collusion with Russia. I mean, that just, there's there's not. They would have found it by now. Where there's There's no Russians. There's no Russians in this Russia investigation at all. So I'm not worried about that. But man, that's what they're trying to do. And that is the, that's the message that Donald Trump is trying to send. Hey, just hang tight. It'll be okay. Oh yeah. Flynn. I forgot. He was the other one. Um, oh, and uh, Gates. Yeah. They fucked over a lot of people. A lot of people, and I don't know. I mean, a lot of them could be scumbags. I, I, I don't, I don't know. But none of them are the president. But McCabe, wanting immunity, he's going to turn on all his friends. And remember, we talked about this uh, a couple episodes ago, where there's there's just some FBI agents, just people that work for the FBI that want to be subpoenaed. They can't just come out and do it because then they don't have protection. Because, you know, whistleblower shit doesn't matter anymore in this country. They want to be subpoenaed so that they, they have to talk. So they have to do it. It's going to all come out. The FBI's reputation is completely destroyed. Not that it was great before. Um, everybody's always known that they were scumbags. And it's only now that the Democrats are like, I love the FBI! You don't. You're a bunch of liars. And inconsequential nerds. But uh, bless, bless, uh, good old, uh, good old Grassley here. It'll be nice. It'll be nice. And I'm wondering, I'm wondering what it's gonna be. I mean, guys, it's got to be real bad. And they have to understand. I don't know what Jeff Sessions is doing, but hey, I don't know. I, 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 I can't tell you. But they, uh, I don't know. They seem to, they seem to be. Um, Seem to be closing in. So, I'm pretty excited.
chunky little Irish dude gets like really hammered and yells about cheese for like an hour or two. Then maybe like interviews a Muslim or something. And occasionally let some dude who sounds Canadian talk about his Twitter. So yeah, dude, you definitely want to check it out. And this leads us to a, a big one. I mean, I just heard about this uh, heard about this today, but it's a pretty big one here, featuring uh, that black guy we let run everything for a little while. Secret Obama era permit let Iran convert funds to dollars. So again, I'm not going to go through the whole thing. This is all a, a big long AP article, so I'll just give you the rundown on it. But it is something that you should know about. So. Uh, you know, during the whole Iran deal, uh, Iran got promised all of it was quote unquote their money. Fuck you, it was ours. You know, but they had some uh, long frozen overseas reserves, as it as it says, uh, one point seven billion in uh, some some bank in Omani Bank. I don't know what that is, but they couldn't spend it. They couldn't get it back. They needed to convert it into dollars because it was just some bullshit currency. I mean, they had we had these things frozen, uh, and defenders of Iran will say that we took it from them and all that for like twenty years or some bullshit like that, right? Uh, but I don't care, fuck Iran, right? But they weren't supposed to, and and they they the Obama administration told Congress time and time again, nope, we're not going to allow them to use the U.S. financial system to convert these funds. We're just not going to do it. It's fine. They're not going to do it. Well, did you know? They did it. So they let them convert the funds into U.S. dollars. They could have converted into everything else in the world, but they, you know, they needed the U.S. dollars. In addition to that, just big pile of actual bills that they got. <laughs> How deep are the lies with the Obama administration? I mean, I think you know they tried to rig an election. But with more of that, this is something that never would have come out if Hillary had won. Never would have happened, not in a million years. That deal was bullshit. And then Obama just continued to lie and, and does continue to lie. I mean, I haven't heard much from him lately. I think a smart man would uh, be quiet, but now he's going to go make propaganda on Netflix or some shit like that. And Chris Rock told him, like, said, hey, I don't want him doing that. Uh, because he doesn't want him worried about Rotten Tomatoes things, and and it could degrade his uh, his 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 legacy and his status, I guess. But um, his his legacy is already gone. His status is hopefully you know about to be inmate number whatever. I don't think that's going to happen, but it'd be nice. A man can dream. This is a real big deal. This should be looked at a lot more. And just knowing what I know about Obama, I'm sure he's not um, taking this very seriously. He's untouchable, remember, this arrogant piece of shit. That, uh, his entire life, all he wanted to do was be president. That was it. Which, I mean, you got you to gotta give him props for being on his grind, you know, guy out of Chicago and all of that. But uh, what a scumbag. You got to remember that they lied. And they said, this is never going to happen. 
We're not going to allow that to happen, and we're just now finding out about it. They basically just gave money to terrorists. Well, not even just basically. They just did give money to terrorists. Because they even said, they even said, the administration even said, like, yeah, some of that money's probably going to get to terrorists. Don't worry about it. But even more of it got out there. Even more of it got out there than we knew about. Now, I guess they weren't actually allowed to do this, but I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. Watch. Just watch. Because they're still saying, ah, it didn't happen. But just watch. I, I, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to be right here. It did. It did happen. I, 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 I could feel it. So I don't know. I don't know, man. They want to. They want to say that it was uh, not at the. I. I don't know. So I don't know. Just something to keep it. Keep an eye on. Good God. Are we almost done? This is Right to Bryden, the number one ADL Honey Pot podcast. This is a funny one. Let's 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 ease the tension and let's take the tension off me to uh, to try to report things to you. This is the real news. This is the real news that matters. This comes from Indy100.com. It's uh, from the Independent. This is this is actually what people are writing. There's articles called off the offbeat section. These are the most popular memes according to science. Someone had to write this. Now it's essentially a listicle, but it's actually got paragraphs in between it. And I, I couldn't resist. I don't know. I couldn't resist. Academia turned its weighty gaze to memes in a recent 20-page study. Okay, looking at millions of them. <laughs> posted between July 2016 and July 2017 on uh, Twitter, Reddit, uh, 4chan's politically correct commute poll, and Gap. There you go. What did it find? Basically, quarters of the internet are fit to burst with homophobes, racists, and sexists who get a giggle at a pretty much anything hateful, including genocide. T tending to prefer lighthearted, fun, or neutral memes, Reddit and Twitter are safer to roam freely than Poll or Gab. The most popular on these sites were Manning Face, a photo of Peyton Manning looking disgruntled in a baklava, and the insightful roll safe guy, that, that black fellow who points to his head and it's like, ah, think about that. I had I didn't know what that guy was called. I just I had to look it up. Uh, on the other side of the spectrum, the most popular uh, meme on poll, a community plagued with bigotry, was Sad Frog, a variation of the Pepe meme that has transformed over the years from an amphibian card carton carton. Well, you people said shit to the fucking editor. Oh my god! Amphibian carton cartoon, nigga. Fuck. Sorry, that just gets on my nerves. Like, this isn't even breaking news. I could run a website better than you. In fact, more than 10% of memes on poll are Pepe-related. Likewise, Gab is over Roma trolls, alt-writers, avoiding platforms because of the dangerous quote-unquote censorship, suck a dick. Uh, Reddit, you know what Reddit is all about. When measuring the influence each community has with respect to dissemination... <laughs> 
disseminating memes to other web communities. We found that Poll has the largest overall influence for racial and political memes. However, Poll was the least efficient, uh, i.e. in terms of influence, WRT, the total number of memes posted. Okay. Well, the Donald was very successful in pushing memes in both fringe and mainstream web communities. So I'm just going to read these things. I'm sorry. I didn't think this was going to make me mad, but these are the most popular memes from 2016 and July to 2017. Uh, you got Black Guy, you got Arthur's Fist, uh, the little guy, you know, from from the show Arthur. Evil Kermit. I think that was with the uh, with the with the Star Wars uh, thing on Nut Button. Ah, that's the you found the found the button there. SpongeBob Mock. I want to know if they named these or like if these are the actual names. This was just called reaction images. That's so many. And that's number six. Expanding brain. Don't know what that is. Demotivational posters. Cash me outside. How about that? And conceited reaction. I don't know what that one is either. That's, you know, that's how you really kill memes, man. Is, uh, you know, you write 20 page studies on them. The most popular memes on Reddit, Manning Face. That's the joke. I don't know what that one is. Feels Bad Men slash Sad Frog. Confession Bear. This is fine. Smug Frog. Smug Frog. Okay. Roll Safe. Rage Guy. Make America Great Again is a meme there. And then whatever fake CCG card is. And you got Pole. This is really the ones. Feels Bad Man slash Sad Frog. Smug Frog. Happy Merchant. And then they have Pepe the Frog is like a different thing. So I don't know. Make America Great Again. Uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. They got they got Cult of Keck as number 10. You know, it's it's funny. Dude, this is July of 2016. This is like, it took them so, or 2017. It took them, it took them a whole year to like write a 20-page paper about what are, what are things that people talk about on the internet. Most common people in memes on Twitter. Trump, Obama, Manning, Kim Jong-un, Anita Sarkeesian. Like, that's old. Nobody talks about Anita. Reddit, you got Trump, Steve Bannon, Colbert, Manning, Ben Carson, Bernie Sanders. And they got more. And Adolf Hitler clocked in at uh, 13. And this one upset me. Number 12 was Death Grips. Death Grips is not a person. Death Grips is a band. Poll, Trump, Hitler, Pence, Jeb Bush. Putin, Alex Jones, Ron Paul, then Bernie Sanders and the like. I think the only thing to take away from this is holy shit. Don't write 20 page reports on fucking memes, you goddamn nerds. This is Right to Biden. At least listen to a podcast on the internet. Trump invokes war of 1812 in testy call with Trudeau over tariffs. You might have seen this. This is fucking hilarious. Uh, they're saying, I don't know whether or not this is true, but according to sources, Trudeau pressed Trump on how he could justify the tariffs as a national security issue. In response, Trump quipped to Trudeau, didn't you guys burn down the White House? Referring to the War of 1812. The problem with Trump's comments to Trudeau is that British troops burned down the White House during the War of 1812. Historians note the British attack on Washington was in retaliation for the American attack on York, Ontario. Uh, a in territory that uh, eventually became Canada, which was then a British colony. Oh no, I've got uh, got things coming through my headphones. Turn me down on my headphones. 
I know you can't hear it, but man, this is a mess. I got that faggot Trudeau like in my thing there. So the, the, the gist of this is, is um, I don't know whether or not this happened. It sounds like it'd be something funny that Donald Trump would say, and he's not wrong. They were, uh, they were, they were a British colony at the time. They were a British colony at the time. We had fought with those people. Trump, right again. I don't know. I don't know if this is serious or anything. I mean, it sounds like a pretty funny thing. And he's talked about before. He's like, yeah, I just make things up with Trudeau. And the reason is he knows Justin Trudeau's a fucking retard. Nobody thinks Justin Trudeau is smart. Nobody even likes Justin Trudeau anymore. Canada hates this guy. When he did the whole hula hula dance with the Indian shit with his weird outfit. Could you imagine being Donald Trump and having to meet with this asshole all the time? I'd fuck with him too. You'd have to. I'm surprised that he doesn't just ask him, straight up ask him. He's like, so they asked me about my Russian ties a lot. How about your ties to Cuba? What's that, pal? He's getting a lot of play on Twitter. Like, oh, what a doofus Donald Trump is. And like CNN has to write a whole whole thing about it and like all oh, the history of all of this. Like, oh man. Asked about Trump's remark about the Canadian uh, that the Canadians burned down the White House, aides to the, the president and Canada's Trudeau declined to comment. It probably didn't even happen. It was the understanding of Canadian officials at the time that this would satisfy the Trump administration to uh, you know have these conversations here. Look, we need to we need to renegotiate NAFTA. I think we know that. We need to tell Mexico to take a hike. We need to just go ahead and pull the rug out from under them. Their, pro their entire economy is propped up by us anyway. They're a fucking horrible, horrible, horrible place that uh, you get you – get we talked about this uh, not too, too terribly long ago with all of the people that ran for, for president of Mexico. We're like, yeah, I'm all on board with uh, – all on board with uh, just uh, get, getting people entry – into the U.S. That's that's fine. Like, how shitty of you of a country do you have to have to be like that's that's fine. That's I'm gonna run on that. It's like I will help you get the fuck up out of this shithole. So we should just not really be involved with them at all. If they're gonna do that, we could continue to prop your shit up, but you know only if you play ball. And when it comes to Canada, what what do we got? You know, with Canada, um, we can bitch slap them. The people between us do not matter that much. And Trudeau is such a pussy that I've said it before and I'll say it again. If you want to fuck Justin Trudeau, all you got to do is just say it's homophobic not to. And there you go. He'll just bend over on the desk for you. Because the guy's a dummy. I think Donald Trump uh, was kind of playing people with this. Or even if he wasn't, even if he was just wrong, still fucking funny and unconfirmed. So, I don't know. Man, fuck them. Fuck all of them, dude. Oh, my God. You are listening to Right to Bryden. Making Nigel Farage look like a pussy. Now, I'm just going to... This is the last thing, and thank goodness. I, um, I forgot how hard this is to do sober and not be able to, you know, get my drink on here uh, in between it. You know, you gotta, you gotta just bless Spicky for all that he does. Giuliani said Kim Jong Un begged for the summit to take place. 
you might know that the uh, the uh, June 12th summit over in Singapore is happening. It was a little shaky for a little while. Uh, and strangely enough, we're paying for their hotel or, or whatever, which I don't care. Fine. You know, it's worth it. They can't afford it anyway. You remember when we were talking about how uh, Kim Jong-un, there was that picture of him circulating or this video of him circulating of him like looking at his country and just crying. They're broke, man. They can't afford a hotel and they don't want to look that bad. I'm fine. Come on in. You can be our bitch. You can play, stay at some nice place over in Singapore. I'm okay with that. The Wall Street Journal first reported that Mr. Giuliani said, well, Kim Jong-un got back on his hands and knees and begged for it, which is exactly the position you want him in. Oof. Dude, you got to say no homo after that. You got to say no homo after that. But he's right. And this is somehow shocking. This, this comes from the BBC, so it's not you know, as, as bad. But Giuliani uh, hopefully knows what he's doing when he's running his mouth off like this. Um, I, I guess that's the only, I guess that's the only uh, real thing that we can say about this. I mean, this is coming up right around the corner. This is six days away. This is, yeah, it is. Yeah, six days away. We got six days away from an absolutely historic event. And now Trump has said, like, look, we're not going to sign anything. It's going to be a slow process or it can be a fast process. It depends on how uh, they want to do it. But going in there saying we're not going to sign anything. We're, we're just we're going to take care of this in a, in a in slow manner. That's some negotiation right there. And I think this is a this is a good thing. But I don't think people um, understand just actually how big of a deal this is. All of the other leaders dealt with North Korea by just throwing money at them and and saying like, okay, let's just you know. Donald Trump gave him the finger. He just said, "Eat a dick, rocket, little rocket man, suck it." And well, Kim came crawling back. Kim, Kim knows what a bad state his his country is in. You can only keep that up for so long. They're starving to death. Uh, you know that's that's they gotta kill everybody all the time. It it looks great. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be so like, yay! It's happening. But putting an end to the Korean War. Um, there's still veterans of that war that are alive. That you're like, well, shit. We fought for fucking nothing. We went over there. We fought for fucking nothing. It's just still, still where it is. This is a big deal, even for them, you know, or especially for them, I should say. And it's a big deal for the world too. And as a guy who has, like, I don't know, had an interest in North Korea for the longest time, I never saw this coming. I always thought that they would just be like that. And I was worried when they were developing nukes. But you've got the media saying, like, oh, you know, denuclearization means something different to them. They've already gotten rid of one of the sites. You know, they're, they're, it's, it's going to happen. And I think, a, I think a big thing about it is, is, Nobody's ever treated Kim like this before. You got to think they're a fortress of a country and he's the king. He can have anybody killed at any time. He can have anything he wants at any time. Nobody has ever said, eat a dick. This is guidance. This is discipline. This is something that uh, I, I, I think he might crave because if you've never had it in your life, shit, somebody's actually making me accountable and not just bending over to me. I don't know. Anyway, 
I think that's about it, guys. I know this wasn't uh, the most exciting one uh, or anything like that. Uh, Spicky uh, will be back on Sunday, but I'm going to go ahead and hit the road. Um, I just figured I needed to do it just to do it. So hopefully uh, you at least enjoyed it a little bit, but I'm uh, going to go ahead and uh, go ahead and get out of here. We'll see you on Sunday.